Hello, I'm Caden McClure, and this will be a podcast where I interview my previous voice teacher back when I was a sophomore in high school. His name is Craig Brown. He's an absolutely excellent voice teacher and an even better person. We have good discussion about coronavirus, uh, about how his job has changed for the better or for the worse. I'm going to keep this short but I really hope that you enjoy. And a quick point of clarification. At the beginning of the interview, I do kind of a poor job of inserting what the subject is, but whenever I vaguely say this or it, what I'm talking about is music. This is Craig Brown, my wonderful voice teacher back when I was at Ravenscroft in North Carolina. Uh, And we're going to be discussing, you know, a lot of things about his path to where he is, um, his path to making it his profession and kind of how the current pandemic has thrown a wrench or not thrown a wrench in it. So, mm-hmm. um, again, this is, it does not have to be formal at all. Like, it's super informal. No, you're good. You're good, um, man. Yeah. So, like, how long have you been singing for? I've been singing. I, I started singing before I could talk. So, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah like, like, in the crib, I was, like, singing. Before I, was, I started to, like, actually put words together, I was actually, like, doing tunes and stuff. Uh-huh. And I remember there's a uh, there was a video of my mom doing like a home video, and all through the video she was like, "Craig, stop singing, Craig, stop singing." <laughs> After hearing that singing has really been around since the start for him, I I really ask about the trajectory of how it went from something that he did innately to singing becoming a hobby, and then thereafter becoming a profession for him. So he told me that when he was entering high school in ninth grade, he went, he made a big move from the Bahamas all the way to Durham County, North Carolina. And in Durham County, he joined the choir and, and absolutely fell in love with, with performing and singing with a mic. And then he joined the show choir soon after. So at that point, I thought the best question to ask was, what did he do for college? Because, you know, I feel like that's a really great indication of if at that point in his life, he knew that music was something he wanted to take further with him. Um, you know, doing different jobs here and there, singing, you know, every week at churches and all the other stuff. But now it's, I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's yeah, good. This is, this is what we want to do. Yeah, that was really um, great. That's really cool. Um, so now is kind of when you you after that you knew that music was what you wanted to do i'm mm-hmm. assuming that you you went to school for music as well yes yes yeah. my, my undergraduate degree is actually in music business um music industry studies awesome. and my master's degree is in operatic performance my professor will love that. <laughs> i then asked him after he realized that music is something that he wants to do for his life At what point did he realize that it was not only something that he wanted to do, but it was something that he could do? First, it's really, you know, I had made money doing music before, but the first time that I really thought I was, I was actually a singer. It was the first summer of graduate school when I was just just started to study opera. And the only jobs I had during the entire summer were just singing jobs. Like I didn't do like, I no quiz nos, no working at salmon shop, no serving tables, nothing else. I just said yeah. I, I supported myself the entire summer just by singing. From there, when did you become a voice coach? Mm-hmm. And then again, like past that, how long have you been doing uh, coaching? Well, I, I've, you know, thinking about in, in retrospect, I've always been teaching because even when I worked on the recording studio in the Bahamas, which was a dec a decade over a decade ago um i still taught voice lessons out of the studio 
Okay. Right. And so I used to, I used to teach voice. That's not a studio, but, and I also used to teach things like for people who were doing like, if they were doing an opera, I would work with the, with the singers from the opera and all other stuff. So I always had an interest in it, but. At this point, I felt like it was the time for me to ask the real question uh, during this pandemic, how has business changed? And, and to be fair, his answer is pretty surprising. Now, so I, I was very, very lucky through this entire thing. I was very lucky. I, I have worked the entire time. I've never like not worked since the, the pandemic started. Wow. I, yeah. I've been teaching straight through and I've actually increased students. It was, it was funny because I looked at my, um, cause I do have my, do my own finances and my, I actually made more money <laughs> in the last couple of months than I did before. <laughs> So contrary to what many people might think with him being a voice coach, a job that's very dependent on focusing on the little movements like the diaphragmatic movement, the strain of of the voice, the strain of the vocal cords, you know, vocal tightness, all these things that you think are necessary in person, it seems as though they haven't affected him in the way that they might have affected other people. So I think it's a really interesting take on everything. It's something that not a lot of other vocal teachers might share parallels with. In the context of Brunger's book, I would say that Craig's story aligns a lot with chapter eight, which talks about disruption, where artists and producers alike are having to constantly change the means and mediums in which they're producing their music and selling their music. Like uh, the artists, Craig had to change the medium in which he did all of his meetings with his students. He changed from in-person to over Zoom. But what this did is like all these artists in their art, he evolved as well where before he would look solely at the mechanics of the singer and then the sound would come naturally. Now he focuses very deeply on the noise and can coach based on that. It's like when you lose a sense, your other senses get heightened. So this is why he came out of the pandemic arguably more successful than he was before the pandemic began. This is the conclusion of the podcast. This was Caden McClure. I hope you have a wonderful day. I'm out.